0: Hey everybody, it's Will. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. Today's episode is about my favorite couple again, the evil couple. Now I know you may be going, Will, why are you doing that again? Because I have written more about them than any other people I've seen in a Starbucks. And they're just worth it. They're just so entertaining. To a certain extent, there might be an element of you had to be there, but... Still, they're the most fascinating people, and to me, it doesn't even get faded in the retelling. Between the two of them, I mean, the evil wife, and she's this horrid beast, and then every now and then they switch off, and the husband's a horrid beast, and between the two of them, it's like a a movie festival of your favorite actors with your favorite scripts directed by your favorite director. It's just worth watching. So that's why we're at today's episode, when you least expect it, Evil Couple. Evil Couple. there are days that life decides to surprise you in a way that is so totally shocking you almost don't believe it. Now I park about a quarter mile from my office with Starbucks halfway in between. Uh, It's Manhattan Beach. Parking sucks 24-7. I was sending a text. I wasn't paying attention. Just standing right in front of the escalator in the underground bunker that I have to park in under a hotel when a woman shoved past me. We never touched, but I still felt bad because I was kind of blocking her way. Oh, sorry. I muttered, and I stepped onto the escalator right behind the woman I'd blocked. She turned and glared at me, saying nothing, and my eyes widened in recognition. Mrs. Evil Couple. Excuse me. A friendly voice sounded behind me. I stepped to the side, and an older man in surgical scrubs politely uh, stepped past me. Mr. Evil Couple. Oh, shit. I am in the scene today. It's like winning a small prize unexpectedly. He started talking to her, kind of quietly leaning in, but I could hear him. You didn't need to run off like that. He stands next to her, looking straight ahead. This sounds like your problem, not mine. For a second, I am confused by her statement, and then I realize that she's talking on her phone. She ignores his comment. She covers her receiver and talks to him. Your car smells like shit. I don't like to ride in it. As she inclines her head to indicate him, it becomes apparent that she's arguing on the phone with someone and with her husband in person. Multitask arguing. The woman's a dynamo. I have to remind myself that they don't realize that I consider their life to be my full form of entertainment. kind of makes me evil and all by itself, but I'm okay with that. And I try to act casual and just meander towards Starbucks, but still stay close enough to hear them. I'm aided into this by several other people all going in the same direction. Now based on his comments, he was about to pull into a parking spot when she bolted from the car. I'm not sure why they rode together, as I have the impression that they rode separately and just met at Starbucks. I'm floored by what he says next. The dealership will have your car by tonight. They had to send to San Diego for the right color. He sounds apologetic. Whatever. She shits on his attempt at nice. Take that common courtesy and cram it up your ass, dude. Now he bought this bitch a new car? Trust me, I understand how bad that sentence sounds, but you can't judge me, you weren't there. (laughs) Last I heard, her car was being fixed because she hit it with a pole. And her anger then was directed at her husband because he allowed the insurance company to raise her premium, which they do when you hit poles. She ignores him and begins arguing with the person on the phone. She is old and I have no patience with her. That little tidbit comes drifting back as we enter Starbucks. Now, drawing once again from my total lack of manners and listening in on previous conversations, I come to the conclusion that she's arguing with her sister about their mother. She has stated before to her sister that their mother would have to go live in either a home or with the sister, and her classic comment during that whole exchange was that the home can't be so close to her house that I feel guilty when I don't see her every week. A lot of love going on there. If I could have planned this morning, I don't know that I could have thought of something more delightful or or just vile. I'm almost giddy. She leaves him to order and walks over to the bathroom while still arguing with her sister. I hear the F-word echoing back out of the little alcove with the bathroom door. She tries the door, finds it locked. She begins to knock, slowly, loudly, deliberately, and she doesn't stop. Awesome. I use that word a lot when I describe Mrs. Evil's antics, but I'm just so in awe of the arrogant disdain which she views the world around her and her total lack of caring what anyone, including her husband, thinks. Out of sheer reflex, I counted the number of knocks. At 75, the door opened and a thoroughly embarrassed, slightly pissed woman comes out. She tried to glare at her, but it bounced off of Mrs. Evil as she just briskly stepped past her and shut the door. The woman was red-faced, she was pissed, she finally just stomped off. She can't win this and she kind of realized that. Now, it makes me wonder why her husband hasn't stomped off years ago. What power does she have over him? I mean, pictures of him having sex with animals, drugs, that her family, you know, finance medical school for him. Maybe it's a sex thing. I mean, a close friend of mine made the comment a while back when I first started writing about her and her husband, and this is a quote from her, that the Mrs. Evil couple must suck great cock. I mean, it's a crude statement, but I've seen marriages based on less. And who knows, maybe she does. In the end, this is all I get from them today. A few minutes later, Mrs. Evil walks out of the bathroom, sails past her husband, who happens to be getting their coffee creations from the barista. And he looks around like a little kid who realized mom left him in the store alone and he takes off trying to catch up. Good luck catching up, pal. She's been several steps ahead of you for years. Six Semper Tyrannus. Death to all tyrants. I want to thank you for listening and I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like more, listen to more episodes, or go to Amazon and search Caffeinated Humor. There's a series of books out based on the blog and podcast that you're going to love. Also, you can go to BitterMac.com, the home of the Caffeinated Humor blog, B-I-T-T-E-R-M-A-C.com. Thank you much and have a great day.